slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everyone is well. Busy day in the National Hockey League as free agency got underway. And yet, for the New York Islanders, it's been all quiet. We're going to break down what that means. And believe it or not, it's not necessarily all bad. So uh, we'll discuss what happened on day one of free agency and what didn't happen on day one of free agency. We also continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster with free agent Casey Sezikis. So we'll discuss that, his season, his playoff performance, and of course, his future with the New York Islanders. And of course, we have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more to talk about on today's podcast. Today's episode, of course, is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, or a subject that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us at lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, Uh, We're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that is on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout free agency, throughout the offseason, and any trades that are made all the way to training camp the preseason, and the start of the new hockey season, which we already know for the Islanders, will be October 14th. So, free agency started yesterday, and a lot of big names did indeed come off the board. Dougie Hamilton, arguably the best defenseman available in free agency, now a member of a division rival, the New Jersey Devils, snagging him. So that is certainly a... Big move within the division when uh, all is said and done. Gabriel Landeskog, one of the top forwards available in free agency, re-signs with the Colorado Avalanche. He is not going to be a New York Islander this year, barring some very big surprise trade, which is not going to happen. Veteran forward Ryan Getzlaff, who we said might be a short-term solution for the Islanders at forward, re-signing with the Anaheim Ducks, so he is not going to be a New York Islander this year. Michael Delzato, two-year contract with the Ottawa Senators. Nick Foligno, now with the Boston Bruins on a two-year deal. Again, a lot of the players who people were, you know, mentioning as possibilities 
for the New York Islanders, signing elsewhere, and and can't say it's a shock. I mean, look, Braden Point re-upping with the uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning, so he's going to stay in town. The Edmonton Oilers make a big signing. They have Zach Hyman, a seven-year deal with worth five and a half million dollars a year in cap hit. So again, you know, a lot of moves being made. Goalie Philip Grubauer going to Seattle. Uh, Darcy Kemper now traded to Colorado. Uh, again, a lot of movement. But here's what we did not have. No signings by the Islanders, but no former Islanders players who the team was interested in signing with other teams. Now, the one former Islander who did sign with another team, uh, Joshua Hosang, who the Islanders did not tender, signing a PTO, which is a professional tryout uh, contract, with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And look, we wish Joshua Hosang all the best in and hopefully he could salvage his career and, uh, you know, stay in the NHL because I, I like the kid. You know, I've interviewed him a number of times. Very confident, bordering on cocky, but also a good kid at heart. And uh, I hope he can, you know, have a successful hockey career. And I'll root for him as long as he's not playing against the Islanders. But, you know, a PTO tells you how far he's fallen. Uh, from first-round draft choice to a guy hanging on uh, in professional hockey with a PTO that doesn't even guarantee him uh, an AHL deal. But Casey Sezikis, who the Islanders were hoping to retain, has not signed with anybody. Islanders not announcing anything with him. Kyle Palmieri, who has expressed an interest in returning to the island and who the Islanders have expressed an interest in, Hasn't signed with anybody, hasn't signed with the Islanders, but not even rumors out there as to where he may sign. Uh, Zach Parise, who everybody has been speculating since the minute he was uh, bought out by the Minnesota Wild, hasn't signed with anybody. Still rumored that the Islanders are going to be his destination, but we really don't know. Ryan Suter, who was bought out... uh, with Zach Parise, he's gone. He has signed a new contract. He joins the Dallas Stars, and yes, he got the four-year deal that he was looking for, which, from what I heard, was a deal-breaker for the Islanders and Lula Morello, and I think rightfully so. Uh, another former Islander, by the way, who is on the move, and uh, I think this one does make sense, uh, Yaroslav Halak signing a one-year deal with the Vancouver Canucks, and of course we wish Mr. Halak well as uh, as well in his future endeavors out in the Pacific Northwest. But here's the thing. The Islanders didn't lose any of their players. The guys who they were supposedly interested in maintaining are still out there, and signing their own, keeping the Casey Sezikis's and the Kyle Palmieri's and bringing in the Zach Parise's, you know, that's priority one for Lou Lamorello. And, you know, adding that sniper, well, if you can't sign a quality sniper in free agency, where you overpay anyway, and, and I, there are a few names out there still, Brendan Saad, still 
available at the time that I'm recording this podcast here on Wednesday night. Uh, you know, a lot of guys out there still, but if you can't make a signing, uh, then a trade is always one way to go. And, you know, here's another possibility when it comes to the sniper. Uh, Lou Lamorello could, again, see what he has, see where a guy like Oliver Wallstrom develops or Kiefer Bellows develops or uh, any one of the younger uh, former high draft picks that are on this team. And then if they're not ready for prime time in the playoffs, then you work out a trade near the trade deadline. Uh, and that saves you a little bit of cap space as well. So lots of possibilities still out there, but the good news is the Islanders haven't lost anybody, and the players that they were hopefully targeting are still out there without even any rumors that they may be going elsewhere. So we'll keep an eye on it, follow on Twitter, we'll keep you up to date, and uh, I'm sure there will be some Islanders news coming in the near future. We've got more to discuss on today's podcast. We look at Casey Zizekas, his performance this year during the regular season, the playoffs, and his future with the Islanders, plus our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You've also got uh, NFL training camps opening up, and of course, the Olympics going on right now in Tokyo. So there's lots of different sports action that you can wager on. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs right here at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your opportunity to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So let's discuss Casey Sezekis and his season with the Islanders. He played in all 56 games, 7 goals, 14 points, uh, and was a minus 2 plus minus 27 penalty minutes for Sezekis. All of his goals coming at even strength. Uh, in fact, all of all 14 of his points really coming at even strength. Amazingly, three of Casey Sezekis' seven goals were game winners. He is a clutch player. And, you know, you look at these numbers and they're nothing to write home about. You, uh, you know, take the seven games in, in, seven goals in 56 games and extrapolate it out to 82. That's like 10 goals, 21 points maybe, uh, give or take, for Sezekis, which is, again, not terrible for a fourth-line player. It doesn't match his best season, which was 2018-2019, when he had 20 goals and 33 points in 73 games. But, Casey Sezekis provides so much more to the New York Islanders than what you can see in a box score. First of all, his face-off percentage remains one of the league's best. He was successful in 53.2% of his draws, and he's one of those guys who the Islanders will always look to, uh, basically, when there's an important 
uh, face-off coming up. And basically, they know Casey Zizekas is is one of their best bets. It's either he or Jean-Gabriel Pajot, who you want out there to take a big draw. They are the two best face-off men for the Islanders right now. You also obviously know that Casey Zizekas can go out there and kill penalties. He is very aggressive on the forecheck. And, you know, when the identity line, that Islanders' fourth line, is playing its best hockey, you know Casey Zizekas is going to be in the middle of it. He sticks up for his teammates. He works hard. He leads by example. And realistically, there aren't too many teams in the National Hockey League who wouldn't want a player like Casey Sezikis on their roster, even though he is not going to be the guy who is going to give you an unbelievably high number of goals or points. He's very smart with the puck, very good in his own end. And right now, at the age of 30, uh, you know, is, is sort of still in his prime, sort of starting to head toward the uh, end of his prime into the downside of his career. But again, a guy who you can count on and who the Islanders definitely want back. You look at what he did in the playoffs. He added two goals and two assists for the Islanders. One of those goals was a game winner. And again, you see the ice time in the playoffs go up a little bit. He's always hitting, you know, he's a guy who will hit uh, almost anything that moves. You you look at the number of hits he had in some of these playoff games. Five against Pittsburgh, another five against Pittsburgh, six against Boston, five against Boston. He's always out there being physical, and that is always an important facet of his game. So, uh, look, right now, Sezikis is a free agent. The Islanders are interested in bringing him back. He has indicated he's interested in staying, but obviously this will probably be his last chance at a fairly lucrative contract if he signs, let's say, a three- or a four-year deal. You know, he's 35 by the time that four-year deal ends, and then you're talking about, you know, the veteran making the one- or two-year deal worth uh, less than what he's going to get now. So this is sort of his last big chance to put everything together and and, and make some money. And I, I am confident uh, that the Islanders and KC Sezikis will work something out. I'm hopeful and confident that it will happen. Can't say it's definitely going to happen, uh, but it is likely to happen. And if that's the case, what do you expect? Well, clearly with Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck both back with the Islanders next year. You keep the identity line intact. And the identity line is the line that sets the tone for this Islanders team. And, you know, they are sort of the emotional heart of the New York Islanders. And, you know, again, we saw what happened when Matt Martin headed up to Toronto. Not that he wasn't useful there. Not that he wasn't a good player in Toronto. But he is greater. You know, the three of them, Martin, Sezikis, and Clutterbuck, are more valuable together because of the great chemistry that they have, because of the way they play so well together uh, and enhance each other's game than they are 
if they were to go elsewhere and not be a unit like they have been. Very rare in the National Hockey League that you see a fourth line stay together as long as Sezikis, Martin, and Clutterbuck have. And I am optimistic that the Islanders will find a way to keep Casey Sezikis in the fold and bring him back for the next few years. And, and you know, that's really what you want to see. Continuity is important in the National Hockey League and hopefully the Islanders will continue to have it as they look forward to the 2021-2022 season. All right, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and and a little thought that I have uh, about the Islanders' future, all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, I am a hockey expert, but I am not a car expert, so when I need auto parts, I turn to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and they have got an amazing selection. You know, you go to uh, a a brick-and-mortar store, they can't possibly stock all the parts you need for your car. But rockauto.com, they've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. And whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Head over to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. And remember, their prices are very low and they are the same for everyone for do-it-yourselfers and professional mechanics. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we want to wish a very happy 48th birthday, one day late to former Islanders defenseman Steve Steos. Steos originally drafted by the Blues in the second round of the 1991 Entry draft, never played in the NHL for St. Louis, made his NHL debut with the Bruins back in 1995-96, later played for the Vancouver Canucks, Atlanta Thrashers, Edmonton Oilers, and Calgary Flames before joining the Islanders for the 2011-2012 season. He played 65 games that year for the Isles, had 8 assists and 53 penalty minutes, finished his NHL career with 1,001 NHL games played, which means he played his 1,000th career NHL game with the New York Islanders. Not a big offensive contributor, 56 goals and 164 assists for 220 career points, 1,322 career penalty minutes over the course of his career. Uh, 33 playoff games, one goal, six points there, and 24 of them came in 2006 when the Oilers made their long playoff run that year. We're going to go back and take a look at one of Steve Steos's better games with the Islanders. We take you back to January 14th, 2012 at the Nassau Coliseum. Buffalo Sabres in town. Jonas Enroth, the goalie for Buffalo, while the Islanders go with Evgeny Nabokov. In the first period, the Islanders get on the board first. Matt Molson gets his 21st of the year. John Tavares, Travis Hamanick with the assist at 13-10. 1-0 Islanders after one. But the Sabres came back 
Later in the second period, Patrick Coletta, his third from Mike Weber at 14:48, ties the game at one. Then the Islanders, a minute and a half later, Kyle Oposo, his 11th from Matt Molson, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Steve Steos. That made it 2-1 Islanders at 16-16. But it wasn't over. Buffalo bouncing back Derek Roy, his ninth from Nathan Gerby at 16-58. After two periods, this game was all knotted up at 2-2. Two Matt Martin and Joe Finley dropping the gloves midway through that second period as well. In the third period, it remained a 2-2 hockey game until late on in the period. Michael Grabner, his 12th from P.A. Parenteau and Mark Streit at 16:57. Grabner adds an empty net goal. John Tavares and P.A. Parenteau with the helpers. Islanders skate away with a 4-2 win over the visiting Buffalo Sabres. And, of course, Steve Steos with a big assist, one of eight he had in his season with the New York Islanders. So again, we are a day late here, but we want to wish a very happy birthday, 48th birthday to Steve Steos and many, many happy more. That season with the Islanders, of course, his last uh, in the National Hockey League, and he retired after that. Uh, But Again, a steady defensive defenseman over the course of his 1,001-game NHL career. Uh, You know, was watching TV this afternoon, watching the uh, coverage of free agency on the NHL network, and, you know, they asked, you know, as far as the Islanders were concerned, you know, they've been to -to back-to-back conference finals. What's keeping them from getting to the promised land. And the answer that was given, I forget which broadcaster it was, but the answer basically was they don't have that sniper. And I will say this about that statement. I think it's true to a large extent that the Islanders would be a significantly more dangerous team if they were to add that uh, that sniper, that bona fide 30-plus goal scorer, even a 25-plus goal scorer, you get that player added to the lineup, you get Anders Lee back healthy, and, you know, it sets you up really well for the future. But this team was so close. They are capable of winning a Stanley Cup without that addition. It wouldn't be as easy. They would not be as talented, but it's not always talent that wins hockey games. And this Islander team is disciplined. They don't take foolish penalties. They play their system very, very well, and they force other teams into mistakes and then capitalize on them. So my point is, yes, that sniper takes the team theoretically, to the next level and gives them a better chance of winning. But as this team is presently constituted, well, they certainly maximize their potential. And I guess the key question that Lou Lamorello and the Islanders organization has to answer is, can they take that last step and win a Stanley Cup with the group that they're going to put together for this season. My feeling is they can, but it is a lot more likely if they add that bona fide sniper 
to the lineup. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th. That is today at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. That is going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will be back tomorrow. We will discuss Scott Mayfield's season and playoffs and his future with the Islanders. We will also, of course, bring you updates on free agency, who's still out there, who the Islanders are still targeting, and whether or not the Islanders add players or lose players in free agency. It's going to be a very busy next few days And we will certainly be there with you every step of the way. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.